what's going on? Greetings and good day, and welcome to the latest edition of Birds All Day. My name is Drew Fairservice, and we are here talking about your currently in spring training. Everyone has decamped to Dunedin, Florida. Uh, your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, again, my name is Drew Fairservice. Joining me, as always, old reliable, old reliable Andrew Stoughton. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Old now reliably found at a new place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll do a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. AndrewStoughton.com is uh, no more. Yeah, I mean, it exists in theory. I still pay for it. But yeah, it redirects to thebluejaysnation.com. Thebluejaysnation.com, part of the Nation Network. Uh, the first baseball site on the Nation it Network. It is, yeah. Try to branch out. The only get one those, that they get those need. summer page views. The only one they need. Damn right. Uh, so look, congratulations on that, on your new endeavor. Thank but you. we're still uh, grinding here. Still, still cranking out. Oh, yeah. That prime Blue Jays content. As part of Birds All Day, which of course, if you are an iTunes user or any of your uh, desired pod catchers, you can look us up, you can rate us and review us, and you can subscribe, of course, on iTunes, on Stitcher, Podbean. (laughs) If you use Podcasty on your Windows 8 tablet, like nobody in the world does. Except maybe on the sidelines. If you're on the sidelines (laughs) at an NFL game, you want to listen to a podcast when you're waiting for your... Your plays to load from the uh, the booth above where the offensive <laughs> coordinator sits. And of course we have our Patreon. Patreon.com slash birds all day where you can go and uh, if you feel so inclined you can shoot us a couple bucks to keep us going, keep us honest and uh, to support the things that you value. Uh, as we mentioned last week, Fangraphs is running is running a Patreon. Our good friends at Sportsfeld, the Zoobs and Jake, uh, they have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash Sportsfeld. It's really important in this uh in this current media landscape to support the things that you love in, in the ways that you can. And that's a way you can support us with a couple bucks a month. And, uh, uh, if you have done so, we are very thankful. And if you haven't, don't sweat it. Uh, we're just glad you listen. And if you aren't, well then, I don't know. You, you'll they're, be they're not, Well, they're not hearing whatever that They're not saying, hearing, yeah. but they'll be saved. They, they too will be saved. Well, that's, that's a very positive message. Speaking of positive messages, it's spring training. Everyone's so excited. Look at them. They're playing catch. They got big smiles. They're hugging. They're stretching. They're, uh, you know, ooh, look at it. He's got new tattoos. Oh, he's got new tattoos. This is all hilarious. He's in great shape. Look at the size of that guy. Except that lasted about four hours. <laughs> yep. And then everything went to shit. Sort of. A little bit. It went to, it went to why drag this out is what it went to. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Mr. Bautista's uh, little presser, mini presser, to which he was responding direct to direct questions. Not like he called it on his own, wearing a Booster Juice shirt or something like that. No, it was nothing like that. <laughs> he, I mean, I think he would have known that those questions were coming. Yeah, yeah. He, could, he, he's he a, His answers were not unrehearsed. <laughs> this is definitely true, yeah. Yeah. He's a smart guy, and you know, except when it comes to... Valuing his own uh, market. Market. His value is what the market is willing to give. That's true. We'll talk about that. Talk about the Jay Bruce thing. We talked about it last week. And uh, I think, I don't remember, but I'm sure that when we were trashing that trade, it wasn't the guy that emailed you uh, the the idea this was coming. No, I I hope not. And if it was, we apologize. (laughs) Because apparently he was bang on. He was bang on. We were just trashing the idea of Jay Bruce. So we will revisit that uh, with the additional information that we gained from the circus. (laughs) Certainly not from Ross Atkins having a press conference of his own. 
Ross Atkins is like um, he's like a white noise machine, <laughs> which I find it hard to believe, coming from a, an edgy, dangerous looking fella like he is. That's true. Yeah. Uh, do you ever watch? Do you watch Better Call Saul? <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that they base that character off of <laughs> Russ Atkins, the guy with the Hummer and the baseball card collection. Yeah, all the pieces fit. I don't know his name. His name is like over the top, obnoxious, antisocial. None of those seems like seem like words that you would use to describe Ross Atkins. In terms of in terms of his anyway, that Better Call Saul, so good. It's really good. It's really good. It's so good. It has no business it. to be that good. Yeah. It's a spinoff. But the goofy uh-huh. lawyer, the, the ambulance chaser. But it's so riveting. Oh, it's great. It's not even about anything. Well, it's like, there's this fucking guy named Jimmy fucks around. Love it. The guy who played the fucking milk machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. We're going to talk about all that. It's so much more on this edition of Birds All Day. Okay, so before we get any further, we're going to talk, of course, about Jay Bruce, nearly a Toronto Blue Jay, uh, was in the process of becoming a Toronto Blue Jay. The teams, the Cincinnati Reds, the team for which Jay Bruce is currently under contract, the Toronto Blue Jays, the team interested in, in acquiring Jay Bruce, and apparently the uh, Los Angeles Angels, yeah. who decided they need to finagle their way in there to acquire the services of Michael Saunders. <laughs> Yeah, don't get that. Uh, the Angels, I don't even know what to tell you about what the Angels are up to these days. Uh, somebody tweeted that uh, their new GM, and his name's escaping me right now. Uh, Billy Epler. That's right. Epler? Yeah, and where, where he was before, was he with the Yankees Yankees, before? that's right, yeah. Uh, apparently was trying to get Saunders with the, from the either the Mariners or the Jays with the Yankees. He's a big Saunders guy. Big Saunders guy, which is weird. Uh, it's funny because the the Yankees, the Angels acquired Matt Joyce last year, and I was like, "That's a nice deal. I like that. Left nice, sweet left-handed stroke." He was so <laughs> unbelievably bad yeah. for the Angels that they went out and acquired Shane Victorino on purpose to play for them, which is terrible. It's the flying Hawaiian. Come on. I don't know if anybody knew this, but the Angels are the best player in the world. They on do, team. yeah, and a lot of fucking scrubs too. And they got Cole Calhoun, my dude. There you go. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand it from their perspective. I don't understand it. I, I I would assume the Reds would get shitty prospects back. So I don't know if I understand it from their perspective. I think, I, I think uh, you know part of the appeal of Bruce that uh, you know because we, we tried, I've tried and tried and groped around trying to figure out what the fuck the appeal of Jay Bruce is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's durable, and, and there's you know if you look back into it. The case, so I argued with someone. I, I, I was opposed to Jay Bruce, but the best argument that someone came to me with was, you know, 2014, right off because of the knee. 2015 was decent until the start of August, and then had two like horrific months with uh, bad ball luck. Uh, I don't like using the word luck in there because I don't know that that I didn't see. You know, his, his hard contact rate is still high. Uh, it's it, it seems like it's a bit of a crutch and too easy to just be like, oh well, he just got unlucky and he's fine. Because they had they were really terrible months and he ended up being you know a replacement level guy, 
but I think that people sort of think that the appeal is that you know you can get them for cheap. If he bounces back, you have an extra year of control, uh, even though it's like thirteen million dollars, uh, and that there's maybe an okay chance that he does bounce back. He's still young, and there's those factors that clouded his last couple of seasons. Uh, and then to that, I, forget, I think it was Keith Law, but somebody, if, if not him, somebody made the point. Well, you know, why the why the hell wouldn't the Reds keep him? Try to like try to get the bounce back for themselves, and then sell him for more than whatever Which shitty is... prospects you're gonna get for, you know. Michael Saunders from the Angels and whatever the Jays were going to get. Well, out. if you are dealing, if you are in a trade with the Angels and the Blue Jays <laughs> in 2016, you're not getting a good. High prospect. prospects are not your are not your reward. That's not what you're after. Uh, and, you know, you link to, and we've all we probably I don't know if we talked about it last week, but Eno Saris, uh, Rotographs piece yeah. from the fall about yeah. about his batted ball profile and his contact profile and his total inability to go the other way, which was always a hallmark. Of Jay Bruce, uh, again the injuries have destroyed his value in the outfield. Um, you know, not that it's, it's going to be bad, any different yeah. in left or right. He always has strong arm, but like whatever. I, I called it a battle wash with Jose Batista. If you look at UZR and DRS, I think Batista's been better by mm. by UZR, and Bruce has been better by DRS. And uh, you know, that's kind of just dirty math. But it's I, if you <laughs> you don't want two Jose Batistas in your outfield, even when you have Kevin Pillar. Uh, and yet, apparently, you do. Not that Michael Saunders is really going to be any better. I just the question I want to ask here is who, which player, or which team, or, or just who? I'll keep it open ended, maybe even rhetorical. Who does this potential nearly reach trade say the most about? What is, who? What are we? What are we learning from what almost happened? What is the real big takeaway? Is it that the Reds are going to do almost anything to be rid of Jay Bruce, or is it that the Blue Jays are going to, are willing, willing to do almost anything to be rid of Michael Saunders and his bulky knee? Yeah, that I think is a strong possibility. Uh, I wrote about that in my in my piece today about Atkins press conference, which I you know, was a day late on. Uh, yeah, because I don't know if you don't believe that Michael Saunders' value is going up, and you can get someone who. I mean, it sounds just—it sounds stupid, but you know, get, you get someone who you think can at least be, re, you know, replacement level or above. Think maybe there's some upside based on his past history. If things, mm-hmm. you know, if he puts it back together, and you know, you ignore all the mm-hmm. batted ball profile stuff, at least in terms of you know where, you know, going the other way and all that stuff that Eno brought up. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe now's the time to to get rid of Saunders before people see what Saunders has become, or what Saunders could ever really be. We don't know. You're not, you're not high on Saunders. I I'm not high on Saunders. He's had we had one decent year. It was really only 78 games, I think. It was like what a three win year that he was. Ple- oh, maybe okay. Yeah. He, he but he played in 2014. I think he had seven, 78 games in the big leagues and had two wins. Yeah, so he played well. Yeah, but like Jack Z, Zach, <laughs> he's out of a job because waiting around for Michael Saunders I to think figure all, out. I think to there's realize. a lot of reasons why Jack's no, out but of like, job, but. A lot of people have been waiting on Michael Saunders because, frankly, Michael Saunders is the kind of guy that looks good in the uniform. He's big and he's strong and he runs. He ran well. You could you can imagine him in your mind's eye playing playing all three outfield outfield positions. Got a nice left handed swing, but at the same time, it just it, none of it it hasn't clicked. And then the injuries on top of it keep it from clicking. And then you get yeah. all he had this crazy beef with the Mariners front office. Right. So maybe the thing is maybe it's Saunders, right? Maybe it's <laughs> maybe like he's not 
Good he, Canadian kid like that? Are you fucking kidding exa- me? So, so he's got... Looks good in the uniform <laughs> and good Canadian kid that are allowing him to be victimized maybe here. Like we're, we're looking around and kind of maybe ignoring the truth that's in front of us that maybe the Jays are just not really interested in being the Michael Saunders business anymore. I couldn't blame them, I don't think. To be honest, yeah. And I, Such I think that they were. Well, the sorry, sorry. I think that's. I think that's part of it. But no, sorry. What were you, you going to say? Well, the, the reports were that the trade had, had no money in it. So yeah. the Jays were willing to. They were willing to trade Michael Saunders away, take Jay Bruce, a player who's damaged in his own right, coming off two terrible injury ravaged and replacement level seasons, who costs X number of dollars more, ten million dollars more than Almost than Saunders. Nine or ten, yeah. Willing to do that just so they don't have to rely on Michael Saunders. That, to me, says a lot. Yep. And ghoulish as it might be, to me, that's, that's putting up a pretty big, big sign that says, like, we'll, we'll roll with it if we have to. And, you know, uh, Arden Zwelling's piece about that Gibby pulled him aside right away and Ross Atkins came down and, and talked with him as soon as he came in on Tuesday morning, whenever that was, um, after all the brouhaha went. It was like, no, you're here, you're our guy. You know, it's all the rumors are just rumors, but like, yeah, I don't know. Everything else is at least the second time, totally different. It's at least the second attempt to trade him. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, we when we heard about it a couple weeks ago, uh, that that fell apart. The guy who told me that fell said it fell apart. I mean, I I trust him. It's, his information came came out to be true. Uh, I think it was uh, Jeff Passan at Yahoo said that they're you know specifically said they were trying to work out a deal with the A's before, and that fell apart. And who knows if it? I mean. Who knows why that fell apart? But it could be mm-hmm. Saunders' knee. It could be more people not like not liking mm-hmm. what they see with Saunders' knee. Which you know he played nine games last year. It's not really usually all that easy to trade a guy who played nine games. And and that's I think the durability issue is another part of it. I think that's uh, there's more of a focus on those kind of things right now from this new group running the Blue Jays. I think that's another thing that this you know this proposed deal tells us is that that's something that they're more interested in than Alex Anthopoulos was. Uh, not that Anthopoulos was, you know, super cavalier about it. I wrote this in the in my post about it. You know, he and he did sort of come to value durability, and, you know, that was part of the appeal of Josh Donaldson, and, uh, and as eventually, you know, kind of came around to not being as, uh, as flippant about picking up guys with big red flags on them. But, you know, Brandon Morrow, Jose Reyes, Josh Johnson... Uh, Saunders, there, you know, Anthopoulos ignored a lot of injury red flags mm-hmm. for the sake of betting on really high ceiling talent and Michael Saunders, mm-hmm. and uh, and it didn't really work out that well. But but more importantly, that seems to be something that the new regime is not interested in, much in the same way that they're not interested in giving all the money to David Price or giving all the money to John Lester, who apparently they offered five years and one hundred twenty five million dollars to last year. Uh, so, uh, so they're you know they're like well better get Jay Happ and get Marco Estrada back and spread out innings and make sure we're covered you know mm-hmm. top to bottom and our you know that there aren't giant holes in our floor where you know the season can sink into because you just have such garbage to play in these positions because there's no depth behind uh, the front line guys mm-hmm. and I don't know I'm okay with that but it's different I think is I guess the thing yeah. It, it... I like I do like the I, the idea of you know the, the way that Anthopoulos or whomever however you want to look at it uh, we're we're 
line themselves up with the team that had a bit more variance to it, where it's like, you know, if everything goes right, we are set. Which, in a lot of ways, 2015 did. Everyone other than other than Strowman was healthy for the for the most part, and you know you got big things out of out of Pilar that you never that maybe didn't necessarily bet on, and and you got things like Colabello, where you know you bet you made a good bet on a on a obviously talented player who hadn't necessarily had an opportunity to show what he can do, and mm-hmm. and then uh, and then you're successful. But I think that maybe again, not necessarily that not necessarily that the the idea of trading Saunders is an indictment of him. As much as the uh, understanding that his value might be greater to the other teams in the league that haven't had the same kind of up close look at him yeah. that you have, where he does look good in the uniform and he is maybe a well respected or well liked guy around the league, and there is that belief like if we can just keep him healthy, if we're whichever team and we are good at keeping guys on the on the field, maybe we can get a lot out of him. Don't I would never fault them for looking to. Um, take advantage of that uh, reality if it exists. Yeah. And, and that's part of the value I think that he has to the Jays too. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't mind him staying here. I, you know, because Jay Bruce, we talked about this a lot. Jay Bruce bad. <laughs> and, you know, you're bet- you'd be betting on Jay Bruce and taking on $10 million to do it just seemed very odd to me. Uh, because, yeah, Saunders could entirely be garbage. He could entirely be hurt. But there's... You know, there's something that could be there too, uh, and like you say, I think I think you're right that that these are strong indications that the Jays don't necessarily believe that, uh, or believe that they could do better. But I don't know. I think you still look at what he's been, and uh, and you think you might be able to get some value out of it if you're if you're the Jays. I have a question then, though. Let's 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 <laughs> ponder this last question. All right. Before we ponder this question, then we're gonna take a break. And then we'll talk about the other thing. If the Blue Jays were willing to take on $10 million or so in Jay Bruce, is there a free agent out there that the Blue Jays could maybe give $10 million to have him be their left fielder? I don't know. I'm going to look. A lot of people would say there was until Dexter Fowler got snapped up by the Orioles this week. Dexter Fowler was going to cost you $30 million. Yep. As opposed to the 13 plus whatever one or whatever Jay Bruce's buyout is. Yeah. I mean, there aren't... Dexter Fowler was Dexter Fowler was going to basically make it impossible for you to re-sign Batista. Yeah. Or probably or Encarnacion, just adding another $13 million to the, to the payroll, you know. Um, for one, and he's going to cost you a draft pick, your top draft pick. Yeah. When you've been very protective of that all year to like mm-hmm. sort of wait, or all winter to wait to the very end and be like, oh well, we'll just piss this away for Dexter Fowler. Uh, I'm very okay with the Orioles being the team that's doing stupid shit like that. I I I don't. I think that Dexter Fowler is a pretty good player. Yeah, but I also fun. think yeah. of him in like a Kevin Pillar, Dalton Pompey sense conversation that you and I have had many times before. In that he's a center fielder and playing him in right field while you keep Adam Jones in center field. Doesn't do a lot for me. Right, yeah. And maybe you like him because you you can slot him in at the top of the order. But I think that as an offensive player, it remains to be seen what Dexter Fowler is going to give you as a corner outfielder. Well, and this was kind of the... I mean, it worked out very well, but this is kind of the thing with Ben Revere, too. Different different yeah. players, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, where it's like, hey, if Ben Revere could pay, play center field where the offensive threshold is so much lower... 
yeah, that's great. But if you're if you're you know if he doesn't profile as a left fielder who mm-hmm. is a first division left fielder or or you know he's a he's not a great left fielder and it worked out great and uh, you know uh, he it, it, the, the the store and trade's great too. Not complaining about Ben Revere anymore, but mm-hmm. but yeah, similar idea. I think the same concept where if you have him out of position. You're losing a lot of the value, and they, but maybe again, like like many people believed, including I think people in the Blue Jays organization, that Revere was it was more about the fit and what he offers the lineup than his you know strict runs to win runs to win right war right. product. Uh, if I look at the available free agents, outfield guys who can play left field, uh, the names are uh, uninspiring. There isn't anyone I would have said trash. There isn't anyone out there who's waiting on like a $10 million offer before yeah. they could come and play. Uh, you got like your David Murphys and your Ryan Rayburn. Uh, Ryan Rayburn has does things that you the Blues guys don't need, right? Yeah. Ryan Rayburn can smash left-handed pitching, but like, yeah, join the club. Join yeah. the fucking Kinda club. Kind needs to be a left-handed hitter. Uh, Marlon Bird is trash and right-handed. David DeJesus, you know, maybe... Maybe a few couple of years ago. Uh, Will Venable? I'm always willing to give Will Venable some run. I won't lie to you. I got all kinds of time for him, even though he's shitty. He's got Padre stink all over him that just won't wash <laughs> off. That is bad, yeah. He was, he was He was the last out of the American League Division Series. I believe he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he which, so he's got Ranger stink all over yeah, him. Yeah, Jesus. But I'd take a shot at Will Venable. If he wants a big league contract... And again, maybe 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 this there's no point to that. You can get, if you can give Gavin fucking Floyd a big league contract. If you're willing to pay ten million dollars <laughs> for the hope that Jay Jay Bruce is really can become good again, can become like a legit power power hitting, also hitting like a guy who's you know we talk about the contract the yeah. contact rates how it's like or makes hard contact doesn't make as much of it anymore because he strikes out. Doesn't walk as much. No, he's, he's, I think he's striking out. He strikes out a lot, but it, it got better last year. But still. Point being, maybe maybe Will Venable's a guy I'm willing to give a look at. If you're that desperate at the hope of up, upgrading in left field. And, well, yeah, sure. But that's I mean, it. There's know, not a lot in the way of inspiration. And I know they're, you know, I know they're concerned about depth, and we, you know, I was talking about that already, but I don't know. Dalton Pompey, and like we said, you're right that you know a center fielder putting him in a corner, not the greatest idea, losing a lot of value there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not gonna be, I don't think he's going to be replacement level out there. Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson, sure. <laughs> Don Brown. The, the key piece in the Roy Halladay trade. <laughs> All right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. Now we've talked enough about this. The left field position. Now we're moving to right. And we're going to talk about the Blue Jays' current right fielder. Maybe future first baseman? Maybe future DH? Not for the Blue Jays. Future Yankee? <laughs> Take a break. Come back. Talk about Jose Bautista on this edition of Birds All Day.
All right, so here it is. We're back on on Birds All Day, and we're going to talk about the uh, the badass motherfucking elephant in the room, <laughs> Jose Bautista, taken to the airwaves. Uh, not at the request of the local press assemblage, uh, he showed up wearing his Toronto is home, Toronto versus everybody gear. Uh, to a peace collective, I should say. Shout out Peace Collective, stealing those ideas from Detroit. Um, <laughs> I bought one of those sweaters too. Sweet. Uh, and he he answered the question that's going to be on the mind of Blue Jays fans all season long. Uh, it's been on the minds of Blue Jays fans all as soon as the season ended. Basically, well, this it's been on this Blue Jays fans mind. I wrote about it in the, in the paper on in December, and I was tweeting yeah, about it like yeah. almost instantly. And, and it's become a topic of hot discussion, as it was going to be. And I, the first thing I want to say is that I am very, I totally get why that happened. Why he well, get it out, get it out there, get it out of the out of the way. Sure. Yeah. Start the, like it's he's going to talk about it, and it'll be a topic of conversation through spring training, and then that'll be it. They're not going to talk about that anymore. It's true. He's not going to talk about it. People are going to talk <laughs> With, about it. It's going to be talked about. He's not going to want to talk about. It. He's not going to try. He's not going to answer questions. He's going to be focused on the season, and I think that's the important thing. The thing that people are missing is that there's the word you know distraction has been running around. Right. People are saying it's going to be a distraction, and it's selfish that he that he said this, and it's which because it's not the usual line of bullshit that comes out. Yeah, exactly. During contract time. Jose Bautista doesn't fuck around. He doesn't mince words. He's almost he's this is he's thirty five years old. He has the world's largest chip on his shoulder. <laughs> a little bit because nobody believed that he was good enough to play in the big leagues. He believed it, even when it wasn't true. Yep. And then Vernon Wells and Cito Gaston said, "Start early. Start earlier." He says it feels too early. Start earlier anyway. And then now here we are. He's made $73 million, $75 million, whatever the number is, yeah. from the Jays. Yep. He feels he's been underpaid because relative to his, to his production, he has been overpaid. Underpaid. Underpaid. Obviously, there was a humongous amount of risk in that contract for the Jays when they gave it to him after one you know, mind-boggling season. But it was risky all the same. Yep. But it, he just came out and said, like, yeah, this is what I think I'm worth. I told him what I think I'm worth. It's business. It's... Which is, I, that's, I think that's the thing that's really important is that it's not like it may have been in the old days. It's there's no anim. I don't think, and I, from everything that he said and the team has said and the people who are close to the team have said, is that there's no animosity. It's not there's right, no exactly, anger. Yeah. There's no there's no bitterness. There's, it's not personal. He knows what he's worth. He knows what he thinks he's worth. He knows what he what he's going to ask for. And if they go for it, then he's going to be like, all right, cool, yeah doesn't make him a bad person it was just, i feel like it was refreshing in his honesty and it will die down in spring training so there's a, it's that vacuum there's nothing else to talk about there absolutely is a vacuum and there's nothing else to talk about but i mean you were good we'd talk about this if he'd said this any day of the year i think yeah uh it is a big thing but but you're right yeah it it, it does seem very much like it's it's just business uh a lot of people sort of it leaves a bad taste in their mouth that it's that it's he's airing it in public and uh and, you know, you wonder, the cynics among us, myself included, you know, you wonder who's using the media, how, and, you know, whether the reports that started coming out about, like, the asks are like, oh, is that the Jays trying to make him look bad because the 
uh, like because of the, uh, to curry favor with the public or to make him look like mm-hmm. like make it easier for them to be like, well, we had to walk away because what he's asking is crazy. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I'm okay. I'm I'm very much for it. I'm very much for him coming out and and being honest about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think John Lott got a lot of shit from people on Twitter when he was like, I prefer this to the lollipops David Price was serving about really wanting to be here and, and gee whiz, you know, like let's make this happen when everybody knew, you know, the Blue Jays are just not a team that's going to sign a $30 million pitcher for seven years. Not at all. Uh, especially with all the other money that was already committed on their payroll and the looming Batista and Encarnacion stuff. Uh, so I, I think it's I think it's great. I, I think it's a shame that he's probably not going to be here uh, mm-hmm. beyond this year. But that's something that isn't going to change whether it's you know whether whether he said this or not uh whether he was you know just hide, hid behind no comments like the gm does understandably and uh and yeah i mean just talking about it being business you know it's like it's like know, if you're selling your car to your friend it doesn't you, you still you still have to get fair value for it especially if someone you know down the street's like oh i'll give you way more for this like it's it's, it's got to the friendliness aspect, you know, the, the, the loyalty aspect, I don't think have, ever has to come into stuff like that, ever should. And I think people look at it in a, in a, a, a naive way sometimes, just about, the, about that and how players actually think about, you know, loyalty and stuff mm-hmm. like that with the team. Because, I mean, the team, teams have so much control over the first six years of their big league career, plus mm-hmm. up to six years before in the minors. And they have all the incentive to just kind of treat them not like garbage they're well paid but like to to they're well paid because they uh, they're collectively bargained their the right and the, the that's right the, yeah. they are they are to be well paid even and, though they are well paid they're they're less well paid relative to the overall revenues of the league yeah if, if we if you want to go there they make a lot they don't it's not 50 50 between the players and the owners it's way 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 less for the players as the revenues have grown yeah Sorry. and when they and when they stop being useful to the team the team can get rid of them and and can just wash their hands of them and and uh, you know there's no loyalty there on that side so no. you know fans look at it understandably from mm-hmm. a, a, a perspective where you know there should be loyalty to the uniform or whatever there's this big uh, you know a big concept that you know someone's betraying by daring to bring business into it when it's like the the, the team operates as a business all the time and everybody understands it mm-hmm. and I think people are coming around to that perspective I think too uh, the intelligent folk that listen to our sort of stuff I think. Uh, especially, but even the average fan, I don't think it's been as uh, as vitriolic in the response to this as maybe uh, it would have been in a different era, or it would have been without you know. Uh, there's some still more reasonable some. takes. No, of course there's. Yeah, there's there is, still some there for people some. who 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 you would hope no no would would know better. You, I had well, a good friend of mine who lives in Calgary, uh, the Lobe. Nobody nobody liked the Lobe. The Lobe says, uh, <laughs> "Oh, you know, yeah. he's, everything's good when it's all going his way." And I was like, "Lobe, man, it's not like that." You know, he's got to get his, because I think you said something that was like, yeah, his, requ- you know, whatever his number is requested. It's crazy. It's crazy right up until the second, the second that he gets it yeah, from somebody else. Yep. The minute the Yankees give it to him, it's not crazy anymore. The minute that there's a, a bidding war for his services, that number stops being crazy. Again, it doesn't. It's a negotiation, right? So if he says, "I want this," and I'm not going to negotiate for it, again, that's his right. Uh, we we haven't talked about Edwin Encarnacion because, but Ed, Ed Encarnacion did this in his own way. He said long ago, "I'm not going to negotiate at the end of spring training. I'm not going to negotiate during the season." Right? How is that different? It's really not right. I mean, the fact that they're not he had 
He, he just played the game in a different way. Bautista's not going to play it that way. Bautista's a big... We, we talked about this, or somebody else was talking about this. Um, it was on Sportsville. They were talking about it. Bautista's a big union guy. He yeah, knows. He knows. Right. He has to move the line if he can for the people who are coming behind him. Yeah. And, and, and if he has that opportunity, again, he, he, he shoots that number out there. What's the worst thing that'll happen? The Jays say no. Okay. Yeah. See what happens. I go out. I'm Jose Bautista again in 2016. I'm 35 years old. I'm going to put up. I'm going to put up 100, like a 140 weighted runs created plus. We all know it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. God bless. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, there's no no tears shed for Rogers having to cut those checks. I mean, but then when you think about it through the Jays' perspective and how it fits into their budget picture and and what you know can reasonably be expected to be their budget, mm-hmm. you know. That's why we're talking about him in pinstripes or wherever the fuck he's going to end up because it's not going to be here. The back end of the contract is going to be scary. That's people are really scared, and rightfully so. He's thir- he'll be thirty six, and th- that's a scary time in this in era when guys time. don't age like they used to. I think they don't age like they used to because they're not given the opportunity to age age like they used to. Because why would you pay ten million bucks or whatever is the the going rate for a veteran, a league average veteran, when you can get somebody to do it for nothing for the league minimum That's or thing, for yeah. whatever else. So there's a lot of moving parts. The, the biggest one of course, being that he's worth more to the Jays than he is to any other team. And if you're Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins, the last thing you want to do is get into a bidding war with yourself. You don't want to be like the Orioles. Right, where there's Chris, really in no way that you want to be like the Orioles. Chris Davis is worth more not, in two ways, and and the thing I think this is the thing that we've touched on a little tiny bit. But the the problem with with washing your hands with Jose Bautista is you lose the face of the franchise or the best pr- player in franchise history, or the guy that did the bat flip and the guy that dragged the team through Game Six of the ALCS. That would not not remembered. Quite enough, I think, because that was a hell of a fucking thing, too. You also lose your everyday right fielder, who's one of the ten best hitters in baseball. Replace it. Are you going to do that? You can't. You can't. You can't replace it. And now you've got Josh Donaldson and Troy Tulowitzki and Russell Martin, and they're all a year older. And you are maybe going to keep Evan Encarnacion around, and he's a year older. And he's got fucked up hands and wrists and shit. Not that he's not great. Like, like medically, they're not they're not like grotesque to look at. I'm sure they are in their own way. <laughs> I don't know what his hands look like. The point is that's your team is now significantly worse, and like the Orioles were this year, you are now paying full market price to make your team as good as it was yeah, the year before. To just not lose ground. You're yeah. you're you're throwing an extra ten or fifteen million dollars. In 2017, to make the team hopefully as good as it was the year before, if if his performance is the same or comparable, and that's scary. It's scary because you're like that. Is that a good use of my money? But then it's like, well, then what am I doing if I'm not doing that? Do I have another <laughs> app outlet for that money? It ain't Jay Bruce. It ain't Jay Bruce. Do you know what it, who it is? It's Eric fucking Thames. <laughs> I saw you tweet that. Oh my god, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He signed a two year deal. When they when they sign in Korea, they're only supposed to sign one year at a time. But he de- he signed he agreed to a two year deal. So then they magically came to a new agreement All right. ahead of this season. Yeah. But that's it. 
It's a man of his word, Eric Thames. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's that the the beauty of those things. That's why those guys sue the KPO all the time. <laughs> Eric Thames is coming back, and he's coming back a Blue Jay. Even though he's been playing like first base in Korea, because he's huge. <laughs> he always was huge. He was. He uh, always he was, was big, but massive. He was never not massive. I think it looks like it's taken another dimension on. What are you saying? Are you like one of these goofs in no, my mentions no, who are all accusing him of using drugs and stuff? Certainly not. I'm saying he's. He's now no longer the having to be the agile outfielder. He's the bulking up. He had like a 1,200 OPS in Korea with 45 stolen bases. (laughs) (laughs) His on-base, it was like 500 and he slugged 700. So you're saying the Jays won't be able to afford him either? No. I wonder what... But but that's the thing. So even the reality seeps in. In my mind, I'm like, Jays got the inside track on Eric Thames. He's the dude. They drafted him when he was... Had that arms all fucked yeah, up yeah. in college, yeah. um, but then he's an internet. Is he, is he an international free agent? Are they going to have to pay like a premium on it? Is it going to be one of those? If you go over X number of dollars, you got to pay it the penalty. I don't think. I don't think if you go over for if you come, if you leave the MLB system and come back, I don't think that makes. I sense. would hope not, because otherwise, then that, that means there's no Eric Thames. That means all my dreams are dead, and I am just <laughs> laying face down on the carpet. Well, when if, no, if if you can't replace Bautista with Thames. I don't even want to live. I don't want to live. Got to read that uh, our boy Ted Berg on uh, Anthony Alford. Oh yeah, he's good. He's he's got a great story. He does have a great story. Jay's going to go with the three center fielder outfield. <laughs> Alfred Pilar and uh, can we talk about Pilar and Pompey for a second? Real sure, quick? can. So the Bautista thing is obviously you and I are no one is listening to this being like what these guys are supporting Bautista over the team. Not surprising to True. anybody. We're in favor of Jose Bautista being frank, and I hope that once the dust settles and the spring games start, it'll go away and people won't talk about it until something else happens, like the end of the season, probably. And I mean, the last time the Jays made a... They should just make an exception, like the last time they did with Ron Wells, and, and sign a player to the big contract anyway. Go over the budget. It worked out so well. He wasn't even a free agent. <laughs> he wasn't even a free agent. It was a year before... <laughs> I've been thinking about this. The people talk about they, they want to get Pilar, Pompey in there, and should they tr- the Jays trade Pilar? I really think that Kevin Pilar has put he's put himself in a very nice position, and, he's, and he's, the Jays are in a really good position with him because his value is high right now. But also, I feel like it's not as high as we want it to be. Right? People are. I feel like the rest of the league is probably like taking a wait and see approach. Yeah, with Pilar. And the Jays are in a great opportunity or position to take advantage of that. Yeah. Because they're doing sure. the same thing. They are, for sure. So, worst case scenario. So, if he's. The worst case scenario is he's bad, and then you put Pompey in, and he's bad. I don't think that's the most likely situation, though. Yeah, that's just the worst case. That's the worst case. So, if Pilar plays really well, then you're like, okay, he's this guy's legit. He's a legit center fielder. We can roll with him. If he's bad, you give Pompey a shot. Okay. He's doing basically. A Pilar impression. We could trade one of them, right? For David for David Wright, like Peter Borges. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's nice to have. Do I believe that Kevin Pilar is going to be all that? I don't know. There's a, there are a lot of Kevin Pilar believers. No, right now it took almost the entire season. Yeah, there were because there were just as many Kevin Pilar skeptics. 
like into August of 2015. It's, well, yeah. It's almost like people are like, well, you know, he worked on the defense, so he's great at defense, so he's going to get, he'll figure the hitting thing out next. And so, you know, he's he's been a below league average hitter for his entire career, you know, sort of scraping that 90 weighted runs created plus together, just being barely playable. In fits and starts, too. A lot of yeah. the early oh, yeah. stuff is like here and then there. Yeah. And... But no, don't worry. He's, he's going to walk more. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get in that, that leadoff spot. He's going to get better pitches to hit. There you go. The line of protection is really going to help yeah. him. I don't know, but I think it's a, ni- it's, it's a nice problem to have. It is a nice problem to have. Uh, as it's opposed nice to Jose Bautista and Edwin Canesio, which is not a nice problem to have. It's, it's a nice problem to have because you have two great hitters for the rest of this year. I, that's the other thing, too. I think we, we can put this to bed because the team is really good. The team is exp- like exceptionally good. It's ridiculous. So let's let them it's be so, good. It's so weird to be sitting now and you know looking at the team and thinking about the roster and, and be like, really? Was that, like, what the fuck was that offseason we just went through where people are moaning and pissing about everything? You know, Because, uh, yeah, the team's really good. Really good. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am so 100%. I know this is going to be hard for everyone to believe. Uh, I am in the tank so profoundly. For Troy Tulowitzki bouncing back in 2016. Oh, did you see that leg kick? Oh, it's on. <laughs> it's, it's lit. All those guys just stepping across the corpses of all those bullshit Yankees relievers. They're all dead in the dirt. <laughs> Do the Yankees have bullshit relievers? Just reams of them. Just waves of them. Yeah. Fuck it. They're going to kill them. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. That's it. We've done enough. We've done enough. Talking about your 2016 Toronto Blue Jays, who are really good. Really good. Don't sweat it. Enjoy it. Let's not, let's not clutch our pearls all summer long, worried about what Jose Bautista is going to do. Instead, let's enjoy what he's doing and never forget what he's done. Oh, he's going up on the ring. Probably in the middle of a game in September. Put his ass up there. Sure. Why not? And then Carnacion, too, when he quietly, like, Kevin Durant's, like, I'm a stay. <laughs> like, three-word tweet, like, I extended my contract, whatever, it's cool. <laughs> that's that's what Encarnacion will do. And then he'll like a bunch of, like, booty pictures on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, as, as huge a loss as Batista is, fuck, I don't know, Encarnacion, Donaldson, Martin, Tulo next year. Some worry about Still the, a pretty good team if you just keep one of those guys. Even some worry about Encarnacion going a little pull crazy. Starting to slow that slow a little bit, selling it for power. Uh, well, then maybe you can get him at a discount. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's his mangled. Doesn't he make hands. nine million dollars a year or something obnoxious like that, or ten? <laughs> it's ridiculously low. Yeah, it might be ten. What a world, though, by the way, where we're like, oh my god, he only makes ten million dollars. Edwin, Edwin Encarnacion, most one of the most underrated players in Blue Jays history, uh, criminally underpaid. Makes as much as Alex Ovechkin, who's like the best goal scorer in 50 years. It really will never stop being hilarious how that works, yeah. Blow your salary cap into the air and then hope it lands and it goes to the bottom of the sea where it belongs. For Andrew Stoughton, who you can read at thebluejaysnation.com now. Uh, you can still go to andrewstoughton.com. It'll uh, take you right to the Blue Jays Take Nation. you right to the place. Yeah. Uh, the Blue Jays Nation. And on Facebook, of course, you can like uh, the Blue Jays Nation. Uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, you, we're probably, gonna, you probably already do if you liked. If Andrew you liked Stoughton. Andrew, Stoughton. if you didn't like Andrew Stoughton on uh, on Facebook, like the Blue Jays Nation on on Facebook. 
I think we're gonna get a we're gonna fire up Facebook page for uh, birds all day. Yeah. So when that exists, yeah. we'll tell you, and then you'll like it, and then we'll we should because what we need we need banter in the, on the Facebook banter. People yeah, like there to, you go. They love to banter. Yeah, just get people bantering on there. It's just banter. When they say horrible, horrific, hateful things, <laughs> banter. Love it. For Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Ferris. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day. <laughs>